<laughs> what is up? I'm Jessica Laurent, post abuse dating coach, mom of girls, and as my daughters would say, a total baddie. I help women balance dating and parenting while being intentional about healing from abuse. This podcast is all about breaking cycles and building bonds. As moms, all we want is for our daughters to avoid the struggles that we had to endure. But truth be told, they learn how to show up and interact with the world by watching how we show up and interact with the world. So if you want them to have better and be better, you yourself have to do better and be better. Healing is not always cute, but I promise you it's always worth it. So watch out world because we are healing and we are dating after abuse. Yo, what is up? What the fuck is up? You guys, I got to make this quick because I am trying to multitask and I got chicken in the oven. (laughs) So I got 20 minutes to talk to y'all about getting back out there, getting back out there. Girl, dating is ghetto. Okay. I loved every moment of it, but it was ghetto. It was super fucking ghetto. People can really suck. Um, especially if you don't have a direction, you're not clear on what you're doing or where you're going or what you want. And if you have a distorted self image and a history of abuse or trauma or any of that, that can make dating scary. You've been hurt. People have, um, abused your trust and yeah, it can be ghetto, but I promise you, you can have fun too. You can make dating after abuse lit. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about all the things that come up, the tactics I used when I was dating to find fulfillment and enjoyment in it and not be so afraid. Um, so I never really dated for real. Me and my ex-husband dated a little bit. Like that was the closest thing to date. And he would take me out. We, I guess we did date. Um, but I don't think black people date. Do black, black people don't date. Like we just like Netflix and chill or we go to like Applebee's or some shit like that. We don't really date. That's not a thing. We don't court. We don't, you don't see that that often. So dating felt like this exotic hobby for me. Um, and I was good at it. When I say you, I, I moved through Tinder like I had stock. Okay. You would have thought that I owned Tinder. I was a Tinder queen and I loved every minute of it. So I am encouraging you guys to get back out there and date. So let's talk about the, some of the thoughts that I had in dating, some of the trauma that came up as I was doing this. Most of my dating stemmed from online dating apps. I am a huge supporter. Bumble, Tinder, 
I'm not a huge fan of POF, Plenty of Fish, because my brother was on there, and I was thinking if my brother was on there, that's not really my jam. <laughs> um, what was the other one? I can't think of it, but I'm going to try to put all that in the show notes. So when you've been abused, you lack confidence. You lack boundaries and you have a distorted self-image. You have this weight and this shame of having had allowed someone to treat you like this. And then you have this huge sense of um, fear and it's a word. You don't trust people. I don't know the word for that, but yeah, you're untrusting. And because of that, because of all those reasons, allowing yourself to sit in front of somebody and just enjoy dinner or be intimate with somebody. Like, let's all be real. Like, moms like the fuck too. Like, <laughs> can we just say that? Um, so you are, that's, that's some scary shit to get in a position where maybe you like somebody and they turn out to be a piece of shit or maybe you recommit and it turns out to be another disaster and your kids have to, you know, there's so many fears that go into getting back out there, but my suggestion is you take it slow. Take it slow. Have fun. Make it an adventure. Um, allow it to be a facilitator of healing. Allow you, allow yourself to grow through it and find yourself and refine yourself. Cause that's what I did. Dating for me was exploratory. <laughs> I got to experience myself through all these different people. I got to learn how to communicate. I got to learn how to um, build my confidence back. I got to learn how to make direct eye contact and communicate and read people's body language and eat food. Like I fell in love with food in a major way through dating. Like I was spending all these men little coins, all their coins, going to the best of the best. Okay. All their coins, child. Mm. Oh, excuse me. I have to drink while I'm cooking. I'm an alcoholic, <laughs> but dating, I found, I listen, I rediscovered myself. I recreated myself through dating. I had a, just a whole little international feel happening, an Italian, a Nigerian, um, a Russian, a Mexican, some white dudes. I know it's not a race or nationality, but I had a cartographer. I didn't even know what a cartographer was until I started dating and it was a map maker and he was just a fling and he had this big ass map sleeve and it was so hot. Oh, Jason. Anyway, <laughs> dating was great. But what I found out was that I still had some trauma. Like guys would compliment me and I would like, get feel like I was small or I would feel like it was empty or I would feel like all you want to do is fuck. Like, you know, all these things. So I, it started off. I couldn't, I couldn't trust myself to make good decisions because the first guy I dated after I separated from my husband was this guy I used to mess with back in the day. Um, and now that I think about it, it was pretty sick because he was 10 years older than me. And I couldn't have been that old. Um, <laughs> but I hooked up with him. He was listening to this. Y'all. I'm embarrassed to even say this. He, <laughs> he was living in his mama's basement. 
which his excuse for that was he was just in a car accident and he couldn't take care of himself for real. And granted, I've seen the pictures from the car accident, seen the scars and all of that. So that did happen. But that drug on so long that I'm like, nah, nigga, you lazy. Like you, you just using an accident as your excuse. But long story short, he lives in his mama's basement and it turns out this is a black dude. Listen, hold on to your wigs. He was a meth addict. Shocker. Like, I didn't know black people smoke meth. Like, <laughs> I'm clowning today, y'all. But for real, he was a legit meth addict. And I introduced this dude to my kids and they hated him. And I was just like, what the fuck? And it took me a while to stop fucking with him. And I'm just like, Jess, like, for real? Like, we doing this? Like, you left your extremely nice husband to fuck with a meth addict? Like, nah, nah. So I went out with a couple of other bums. I won't even lie. And then I realized, you know, knowing what I know about the law of attraction and energy and frequency, like we lose, we lose our knowledge all of a sudden. I'm like, man, like you the common denominator is you. Like it ain't them, it's you. You gotta, you attract the bums because you, you, you're in piece of shit status. Like you don't see yourself as deserving better or, or, you know, that's not attainable for you. So you the problem. Why are you attracting these bums? Why are you settling for, you know, dick as a substitute for a date? Like, come on, Jess, we can do better than that. So I started just thinking about the things that made me nervous. Like I I wanted a guy that was not only financially stable, but like well off because who doesn't want that? But most of them were in like business and things like that. And I'm like, I can't. I don't know nothing about business or I can't, you know, it just, it was so much doubt. Like I can't, you know, what they asked me a question. I look stupid and all these things were going through my head. And I'm like, nah, like who would just be if she, if she had that, like, how would she walk around? Like what kind of confidence would she have? So I started like going to restaurants and shit that I would find these guys like, oh, I would want to go on a date here. So I would go and I would just have a drink because I would in a position to pay for a whole meal on the menu. So I'll just go have a drink, you know, see what kind of guys were there. Sometimes the conversation will start with somebody, sometimes not, but I was just in a vibe. So with that, my confidence started to grow. So somebody would come over and be like, Oh, I just want to buy you a drink. And I'm like, Oh damn, you want to buy me a drink? And we would talk and dude would be like, Oh my God, you are so funny. You are so real. Cause at that point I was drunk <laughs> and it made me realize like, you've been like playing yourself. Like you funny. You need to lean into that. Or like, you know, I would start talking about my life and they'd be like, oh my God, you are so strong. You survived that. I'm like, oh my God, like that's, you look, you like that? I thought that that I should be embarrassed by that. So I started taking all these pieces that they would compliment me on. Like the guys that I went out with, whether those relationships or friendships lasted or not, like they saw things in me that I couldn't see in myself. So yeah, I started really just like, listening to news, like the latest news, so I could talk about popular subjects. Um, and then I started, not only that, because I'm like, I can't learn everything. Like after meeting all these guys from all these different walks of life, I couldn't, I can't learn everything. So it's like, learn something that you love and then be an expert on it. So that when you sit there, y'all both experts on your different subjects. Um, and so you can listen to him and learn something. He can listen to you and learn something versus you trying to be an expert on his subject. And he always going to call you out on your bullshit. 
So that's what I did. Like emotional intelligence was really my jam. Like I loved emotions. I love to read people and know what they're thinking, why they move, you know, the way that they move. So that was my thing. And just creating this energy for people where they feel safe and comfortable and vulnerable. And just, I was on this whole mission to create dope ass scenarios where it's like, oh man, just like you something else, like you something different. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I did to kind of conquer all those negative thoughts. I will say that, um, my sexual trauma showed up the biggest. I wanted to fuck everything I was walking on. Everything. Everything. Um, some things I won't even talk about because I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I fucked that dude. But that's, that was the biggest growth point for me was learning how to set boundaries with my body and learning that, you know, I am more than my body and the body don't have to be involved, even though, you know, I kind of wanted it to. I had to learn how to decide whether this is just that just, I'm just kind of horny right now and I want to fuck or I feel I feel it necessary to do this to seal the deal to make myself valuable. So I will say that that was um, a huge, huge thing for me. So for my moms that are going back into the dating scene, the first thing I would suggest is making sure you're ready. Make sure you're ready. Make sure that you have unpacked the trauma, at least some of it, because it always it's going to keep coming up in different scenarios. And there's always going to be something that pops up, but unpack most of it as much as you can make sure that you have transitioned from the stage of blaming and being hateful or in resentment or whatever those negative emotions we hold after the fact you're not like move out of victimhood like you have to be ready you don't have to be whole but you need to be ready whatever that looks like for you. And you know, when you're ready, don't jump back into it. You always get that little feeling like I'm tripping. I shouldn't even be doing this. I should be chilling. If you should be chilling, chill right now. But if you're ready, be you're ready. Like do it. You, you know, it's a learning, just like everything else in life is a learning experience. Like you don't get the lesson until you go through it and you do it. Like even this whole branding and podcast journey, like I just had to get started. And as I started, I was like, Oh no, this don't work. This shit do work. This really don't work. I should move away from that. But I would not have learned that in theory. You can't learn that just sitting on the sidelines, reading books about how to do a podcast. Like you just go and you do it and you make it work and you see what the people want. You see what sticks, you see what speaks to your soul. Same with dating. You don't the same with healing, same with anything. You don't know how to actually do it until you out there and you getting your hands dirty. So you got to start somewhere. You have to know. You don't know what's going to trigger you until you go and have a conversation and a guy raises his voice and all of a sudden you're crying at the table. And yeah, you're embarrassed and yeah, you wish it wouldn't happen. But now, you know, now you can go home and unpack. Why did that trigger me? Why, you know, I feel I, I understand that I don't feel safe in the world and that's what I need to work on. You cannot heal until you move through it, you have to interact with people. That, if that's the life you want, full of people, this vibrant life with these dope ass connections, you got to start somewhere. So let's do it. Just do it. Be sure that you're ready and then make a plan. Um, set an intention. What is your intention starting off? It, it shouldn't be. I'm starting off to find another husband. Like you need, to, <laughs> you need to find yourself first <laughs> and then go into something serious and committed. Like that's a whole journey. You got to get back to me and whole. like you don't move into a serious relationship until you meet that whole standard. Like I'm whole, I'm good regardless. So I think your intention or your little goal for just starting should be, I'm just getting my feet wet. 
I'm just seeing what's out here. I'm just having fun. I'm just trying to eat, eat up some shit. Cause that was mine. I'm trying to eat up some shit. Um, <laughs> so set an intention. If it's really, I'm just trying to get over my fear of man. Cool. That's, that's the intention. And that's what you focus on. And that's where you move your attention to how, how am I feeling? Am I scared? Why am I afraid? Is this real? Is this a real fear? Or is this something that I'm pulling up from trauma? Um, so set the intention for this next chapter of dating. And, and you got all the days in the world. You don't have to do it all in one sitting, like one date at a time. And as you meet people and as people turn you on and turn you off, you can refine the goal. You might think right now, I never want to get married again. I never want to have a serious relationship because that's how I started off. I'm like, I'm just out here. Me in the street. <laughs> but I'm in a committed relationship now and I'm thriving and I love it. That's because I learned who I am. And I went into it saying, hey, Jess is crazy. Jess has very intimate relationships with other people who some are male and intimacy is not physical for me. Intimacy is emotional and it's mental and it's intellectual. And I get what I want. Like I didn't go, I didn't go into this relationship sacrificing any part of me that was major. So that's how I can thrive in a committed relationship. But I went into the dating. Like I'm not doing this again. I need my freedom. I need, blah. I, it's not that I needed freedom. I just needed to draw the line. I needed to come in strong and say, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Um, so that's what I suggest getting to know yourself, creating your identity and sticking with it. And then letting people fall into place in your life as they will not falling into somebody else's ideas, somebody else's life, somebody else's lifestyle. Cause we already did that and look where it got us. So make sure you're ready. Set an intention, be flexible be open, explore. This is all about exploration of self, exploration of life, exploration of experiences. I can't tell you, I had so much fun. I've traveled so many places. My kids have experienced some dope shit. I was dating this dude and he took us to Miami for two weeks. We went to Fort Lauderdale, the Florida Keys and to, you know, all kinds of places. Um, it was in Naples. Oh my God. It was great. Um, we cut the trip short because I realized our parenting styles were different and my kids were starting to feel a little anxious about being there. I hopped in a car and drove home. Like, but I had a great experience and we are still friends to this day. We're still tight because I was able to communicate that. Like, it's nothing against you. We just, this doesn't align for us. So if we were looking for a long term. This is not going to work long term. We just got to be friends. Um, I mean, I went to Vegas and DC and Indiana and Chicago and all these different places. Like we, you know, we road tripping and just exploring. I ate some food, y'all. I know I keep saying that, but you, you guys don't understand. <laughs> So yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. Um, so I want you guys to know that dating can be really a huge facilitator in growth. It can really pull out the best parts of you. It can help you conquer those fears. It can help you. You could just, it's your playground. It's a test. This is all a test. Um, just use it for what it is. It is what it is. Learn yourself through other people. That's what I did. And I'm still doing it. I still learn myself through people that I meet. And the friends that I built um, while I was dating, even learning how to create platonic relationships was interesting. It's like, damn, we can still be friends and not fuck. Wow, this is new. Um, so, yeah, you it is. It's just so much fun. And then I ended up meeting, you know, someone super dope who believed in me and saw my dopeness and 
pretty much is putting me in a position where I can do this podcast and I don't have to work and I don't have to stress about things. Like it was a game changer. Me finding myself, me loving myself, me embracing all my crazy dopeness literally changed the game for me. So I want you to know that it is possible. It is so possible. And that's what we're doing. Like we're thriving. We're thriving. We are dating after abuse and we killing that shit. So from this point, I want you to check in with yourself and make sure you're ready to date. I want you to set your intentions. What do you want from this first chapter of dating? Is it just some free food? That's cool. Is it to build confidence? Is it to find yourself? Is it to travel? Whatever. I'm down for that. We we all down for that. We rooting for you. Set those intentions and get back out there. Jump on Tinder. Create a profile. Go on dates. Make it make sense. You know, create a dating scene around the life that you have already. You are, again, this this podcast is all about balance. Take it slow. Nobody's meeting your kids. Nobody, you know, don't 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 do that like I did, child. Them kids was mad as fuck. <laughs> um, but have conversations. That's a great talking point for the kids. How do you feel about mom dating? What are your fears? What are your you know? Are you excited about that? Do you like that? Do you not like it? So use that as a growth point and a you know talking point for you and your daughter or whoever else is affected by mom dating. So that's all I got for today because my chicken's going to burn if I don't go get it and everybody's going to be mad at me. And then I might be dating again. Oh, <laughs> kidding. So yeah, I'm going to do another... um episode at some point on the whole online dating and setting up a profile and how to be desirable. Cause I've talked to a lot of men and there's a couple of things that they find in common. It's like, Oh my God. like mm. So that's what we're doing. But as always, I love you guys. You can hit me up on Instagram. Talk to me about your dating. What's, what do you love? What do you hate about dating? What are we doing? <laughs> as always, I am at she is Jessica Laurent, L-A-U-R-E-N-T, on Instagram. I will see you next week. I love you. Bye.